This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I can't hear anything, Alex. I still can't hear anything. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin uh, out once again today. So our guy, Alex Lundberg. Lundy is filling in, producing today. Come on, Gordon. Get it together over there. I know, I know you've had a rough day, but... Uh, you're you're a little extra scattered. Although we we both were a little extra scattered, and then any time, and this has happened, uh, uh, Lundy, uh, many times in the past. So don't take it personally. But when you're blindsided with a segment, like no sound or anything leading into it, it, it is a bit jarring. But you and I both did dawdle a little bit coming in, and, and you still managed to throw s- some sort of food into your mouth. Got to get fired Come up on. for the show. Now listen. Come on. I'll admit, guilty as charged, yeah. but, but don't mess with me today. I know, I know. Gordon, here, let me let me paint this picture. And we don't need to get into details, but I, I did think this was funny because it, it is a thing where drops on the show apply to your real life. Like things will happen to me and I'll think about drops on the show. Like <laughs> like I can't I can't think of the number two without Casey Kasem two. You know, it just it, it just imprints uh on my brain so so gordon i'm sitting on the couch out in the lounge and i'm i'm you know we're getting ready for the show or whatever gordon kind of like i don't know like i don't want to say bursts into the studio because it wasn't that much energy but you were you were a little bit frazzled coming in and the first words out of gordon's mouth were oh man i've had a rough morning Thank you, so Hans. From, we appreciate it. From that perspective, uh, it did it did make me chuckle. But yeah, I, yeah, this hasn't been uh, the easiest day in Monson World, so we'll we'll take it easy on you. Well, okay. Look, I'll 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 explain what happened. First of all, I know there are really tough things that happen to people that are so far beyond what happened to me today that that I I want to acknowledge that. I mean, people facing very difficult challenges. But today, I had to say goodbye to my granddaughter and uh, my daughter and her husband, who were moving. And so it was one of those days where, you know, they get in the, they get in the car all together and drive off. And you just sit there and wave and say, bye now. And, and I know there's modern transportation, 
And I know there are people who are going off to do combat and who are battling all kinds of health issues and whatnot. So I know that there are very tough things going on. But I'm just a sentimental fool. Yeah, it's not an easy thing. I, I think a lot of people out there can empathize with you on that one. So and and I've said and, and by the way, your 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 daughter is also ex- expecting very much so. Yes. Yeah. So you know that's that's a lot. My so, wife will be heading to where they are in uh, in a few weeks. And this I'm will sure. be grandchild number seven. How about that? Yep. Seven grandkids and love them all, and just saying goodbye. I I don't know what it is, Jake. I don't know what. For instance, you tell me how crazy this is. We were at a we we have gone to a, a beach house on a sim, on a somewhat regular basis. And we, everybody in the family was there when I was on my vacation. And everybody left before Lisa and me. And I went up to the top floor where our bedroom was. And I looked down over the beach. And there was a sandy area right there in front of the house. And then the, the beach proper right there. And I looked down. And I looked down where everybody three hours ago was playing. You know, and having a good time. And now everybody's gone and on their way home. And I'm sitting there looking down, getting sentimental about that. Is that weird? No, no. Not weird at all. I get that. Huh. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I get that. That's, uh, that's a uh, sentimentality is uh, an important feeling, right? Yeah, but I'm, I'm not much of a sap in in many other ways, but when it comes to... Stuff like that, and I just get real sentimental. And I, does that make me less of a man? I don't know. Well, there's a lot of things, Gordon, that make you less of a man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that is one of them. Okay. No, I, I, I just, I just any, all you guys out there, and you know, women too, I mean, it's not mutual one way or the other, but are you sentimental? Do you get, do you get sad over stuff? And again, it's not a tragedy, it's saying goodbye. For a, for a short period of time. I mean, I'm sure that we'll see him again, you know, off and on and whatnot. Not every day. But am I extreme in this regard? Because you know how I like to be moderate in almost everything. But am I extreme in this case? No, no. Do I need to see a therapist? In fact, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been getting it there no, for years, uh, haven't you? <laughs> I, uh, you know, your daughter, honestly— should should take it as a compliment because I had a buddy, uh, uh, you know, who was uh, happy to send him oh, off. Oh, he was, he was as soon as he moved out of his parents' house at the age eighteen. They, I mean, the day they changed that room into something else. <laughs> yeah, that's I not mean, the, the, way the it is. day it was, it, he's like, "Hey, can I can I can I come back home and visit?" They're like, um, well, I mean, you could you could uh, you could." Pull up some couch, I guess, but you know your 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 bedroom. That that that's uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's the yoga room now. <laughs> I don't know lot, what to of, tell you. A lot of people have told me that that's what they. Oh man, we were so, and I've said goodbye to my daughters a zillion times. I've written about it when they went off to college. My two oldest went off to college, and how that was uh, crossing a threshold that was somewhat new and they've moved i've had one daughter who moved to minnesota as uh, i infamously made known in the past and they moved back but my daughter moved another daughter moves to portland and uh and, and i'm just uh 
I don't know. It just kind of tears me up a little bit. And and it's not – I know there are people who send their sons and daughters off to war or off to uh, uh, going to sea for eight months or whatever, and that's difficult too. But, I mean, in a big way, an important way, I get it. But I've done this time and time again, and I still get sentimental. Sure. Well, congratulations, Gordon. You're you're actually a human. Wow. I'm a little surprised. Who thunk? <laughs> a little, little surprised. There's some human emotion. You know, blood pumping through those veins. That's a that's a good thing. Wow. You know, it's it, never a happy thing, but it reminds you you're alive too, and have those feelings and all those sorts of things, which isn't necessarily bad. But you know, have a family. Have a family. You especially know? the little ones. I sure. mean, the grandkids, oh, especially. Yeah. That you miss, but sure. uh, but uh, everybody. I mean, I just it's a cinema. Does this, does this mean we can't tease you today, or that we have to like treat do, me with you know, kid are gloves? There, are there things? You mean yeah, respect there, me today? No, no respect. Not not, not what I'm not what I'm going for. for. Not no. I mean, because I respect you every day, Gordon. Of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, we we could you know we can mm. take it easy on you. I mean, Alex is here. He doesn't usually rough you up like Austin does, so that's True. probably a good and thing. And I appreciate that, Lundy. I really do. It's nice to have sort of a voice of reason coming from there. I personally think, and I, I believe you do too, talking about N- NBA offseason stuff is very interesting. So yes, I, I feel like we could have a, a pretty productive conversation today. Without, without attacking me personally. Well, see, that's the thing. Where's the line today? Do we have to treat you with kid gloves? You're going to be okay. I'm going to be I okay. I mean, you're yes. going to be all right. Uh, I, will, I will say this. One great part about this job um, is that you really can't do it while you're thinking about something else. I mean, you have to pr- stay pretty dialed in to do it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when you're having a bad day, Doing doing a show is just what the doctor ordered because you got to leave it. You got to leave the trouble at the door when the on air lights on and 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 the show must go on. It, you know, it, it always does. So sometimes that makes you feel a little better. You know, one other thing um, on my on the trip, I was listening to some music and they were playing. Uh, they played my senior class song that I voted against because there were two songs that were up for the vote. I, I, and I voted for Free Bird by Leonard Skinnerd. Okay. And but We May Never Pass This Way Again by Seals and Cross yeah. ended up winning. Yeah. We may never pass this way again. And that's sort of a sentimental kind of concept, isn't it? See right there, I, I was I was really really eager to make a joke about uh, rocking round the clock or <laughs> Or good, golly, or good golly Miss Molly. You know? <laughs> but I'm not yeah. going to do that to you today. Yeah, I appreciate it. Not going to do it. Thank not you. going to do it. Thank you. Good vote on that, by the way. Yeah. Freebird, way better. That's what I thought. Yeah, way better. It just goes to show you that a lot of times people who uh, have opinions about things, they're not always going to jibe. Do you think people ever, <laughs> okay, the realizing that these things are entirely subjective. Yeah, all right. All right. Realizing that. Okay. So there's no so, right or wrong. So no judgment here. Yeah. But do you think like people do with music, what they do with fashion where, you know, you look at an old photo of yourself back in your hip days when you or, thought you or really whatever. had it going yeah. on and mm-hmm. you look ridiculous. <laughs> And I you kind of come around to that fact, right? You what know, was, later, what were you wearing? What was the most ridiculous thing you were wearing? So, for some reason, I was in the oversized jean era, <laughs> and not that I took it to the extremes like a lot of people did when I was growing up, but it was not like what you see today. Did you have right? like the pockets big enough for Captain Kangaroo's? Uh, 
batches See, of again, carrots. See, again, I never one... got super extreme, oh. but I did have the the bigger legs on the jeans. You know, it just <laughs> it was not. I don't know. It ridiculous, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. That you would you would put up with that ridiculous, uh-huh. yeah. but. I did do that. So you look back. So we can do that with clothes, right? We go, oh, the bell bottoms. Jeez, what was I thinking? You yeah. know, right? Mm-hmm. Can you do that with music? Like, oh, I, I bought into this because it, I, I thought it was cool at the time, and I really was just fooling myself because it's it's not it, good. I, don't, I think it's you're less likely to do that. Right. So so why is music dif- different? Well, because then they go together, too. When you go to these nostalgia concerts, people are dressed like morons, but- <laughs> When they go back to their normal life, they go back to, you know, normal clothing, right? Yeah. But yet the music, we can never look back and go, God, I can't believe I was into that garbage. I, maybe. I, I just think that music is a little more you're tied to it, and uh, it, it's it's not as flippant. Why? Because, I mean, yeah, you have your disco eras, and you have... Uh, jazz bands, certain times where certain things are really popular, and then they may be less popular later. But people have been rocking now for 60, 70 years. And and it, it, the music, I don't think the music that the kids today are listening to is all that much different than what I was listening to when I was young. But what my parents were listening to when they were young, it was... You couldn't stand it. Here's here's the advice I would give to today's pop oh, that star. orchestra music and stuff from 1865. I hated that stuff. If if I were talking to a to a pop star today, here's here's something that I would tell them, because this seems to be true throughout history. Prepare to freeze yourself in time. <laughs> like from here on out, you can't look any older. You know, like you've got to be, you know, if you're wearing face paint because you think that this thing is just hip and cool, you're stuck with that for the rest of your life. Like Kiss can't go into public without that stupid face paint. So what you're saying is think long and hard before you either wear what you wear or listen to what you listen or style no, but, the way you style. But society is allowed to move on. Uh, Vince Neal is not. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Michaels is stuck in 1985 <laughs> with his hair and his whole persona because he can't do anything else because now he's selling nostalgia to people who were allowed to move on. Well, think of uh, a good example of that would be like Peter Frampton. Okay. To me, I remember the Peter Frampton album when he was on the cover and he had the long locks, the flowing hair, and the whole look. And I don't, is Peter Frampton still alive? I don't, I don't even know. But the last time I saw him on one of those Geico ads or something, he looked like a different... I wouldn't have recognized him ever. He had changed completely. And thus, he had to do Geico ads. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Instead of uh, being able to, you know... Music stays with you more, man, because it's a part of your life. You know, the, for me, the baggy pants with the big cuffs and the platform shoes... And the shirts with the uh, collars big enough to land a 747 on, you know, that 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 really wasn't me. That was just me being stupid. You know, I mean, but, but see, I had a picture of my buddy earlier, he, and he had this shirt on with the big collar, and it looked like somebody puked on his shirt. And we thought that was cool back then. Not cool.
Yeah, but you've been you are allowed to move on with your life. Uh, Barry Gibb <laughs> still has may, to may he rest still, in peace. <laughs> now Barry's still with us. Is he still with us? Yeah, Barry's still. His with brothers him. are gone, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but poor Bear is stuck <laughs> is stuck in 1970 whatever for the rest of his days. And everywhere he goes, people right. say, "Hey, Barry, we play." Right. Uh, What's what was their big hit? Their big disco hit back in the day. What night fever? They were all big. <laughs> uh, but but like, have you have you heard about Alice Cooper? That he is a super normal dude yeah. off uh-huh. the stage, like yeah. big into golf. Uh, in fact, our guy Kirk Thomas has played golf with him before. In t- super normal dude. But anytime he's in public, he has to look like Alice Cooper. So do you think he's sitting there at sixty whatever years old that he is while he's slathering on the makeup? Thinking he's got to himself, be in his seventies, doesn't he? He's thinking to himself, "Geez, why can't I just go out in a in a ball cap and a t-shirt or something?" <laughs> he like can. I gotta. No, he, he can. can't. No, he can't. Because he's not selling tickets to that. Because everybody would show up and be like, "Kyle, I thought I was buying a ticket to Alice Cooper. Who was this guy?" You know, Ron Boone played golf with Alice Cooper too, and I asked him when he when he left the putt short if he said "nice putt, Alice." You've told that joke before. Uh, radio's not linear. I know, but it should be with that joke. Anyway, I think we'll get a split story on the on the other side, Alex. <laughs> let's let's leave ourselves room to actually do something productive. Alex, real quick, what's something you're wearing or you've worn in the past? That you think ten years from now you're gonna think the way Jake is thinking. Like, what that, the heck was I thinking? Why why did I wear something like that? Uh, I don't know. I have always dressed like a normal person. I feel like. Huh? See, so you you think that, <laughs> and then you'll see pictures. Oh, I've, I, I have been way. told, you know, a number of times that I give off serious dad vibes. So whatever that means. Uh, yeah, right. means you're really mature. No, I, I definitely have settled in on a normal, you know, like I've settled in on a look that is not going to change at all. I'm just I'm just going to do my thing. But it, it trust me, you, you think that you were normal. You weren't. <laughs> You're going to look back at something and be like, geez, because something else more ridiculous is going to be popular. You know, but here's the thing. Uh, it seems as though to me that we haven't we reached a stage where anything goes. No. Or no. you can wear anything. I don't Short think so. of uh, maybe cargo shorts. I no. think I'm currently wearing cargo <laughs> shorts. <laughs> okay, but but, but, most, but see that's the point. It's like I hairstyles have... now. You can wear any hairstyle you want, and it's okay. When I was growing up, if you had short hair, there was something wrong with you. You know. Now anything. What, goes. You were some sort of square. No, I didn't. I I, I didn't have short hair. Once no, I meant if you did have short hair, you were. Well, yeah, long hair was the thing back then. So you know? just fell in line with the with the majority opinion back then too, huh? Uh, kind of. You picked yeah. the in favorite regard, back then too. <laughs> I remember one time I supposedly went and got my hair cut, and I came back, and my dad made made me go back and get it cut again because it was too long still. I've told you a story about how when I had my motorcycle helmet on and I had the locks flowing down back of my shoulders. I think I would look good. Why don't you grow your hair out now? <laughs> because it wouldn't look good. I'm an old man. Come on, knock it off. I mean, see, that's the thing. Like, these old men rock stars still have to have long hair. You, have you seen David Crosby lately? That guy's like... <laughs> see, it's he's amazing that he's alive. He has, to, you know? he has to have long hair all the time. 
Because people, when people think of David Crosby, they automatically think of what Woodstock. I don't know. It, Alex doesn't think about David Crosby at all. What's running through talented, What's running talented. through his mind is who? Oh, David Crosby. Are you talented. Are you aware of of Sir David Crosby? Is that the uh, like Crosby, Stills and yeah. Nash? Okay. Crosby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're there. But Alex is a music guy, though. I, this is what I think people should do. They should they should embrace their 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 time. Embrace that time that you're so embarrassed about now. That was then. Well, it that's why that's why these okay. musicians are still making a living because people still embrace it for one night only. Because they're yet, sentimental about when it gets back full circle now. But the rock star himself or herself can't move on. <laughs> Well, the people don't want them to move on. Have you ever gone to a concert of an old-time yeah, group and they're playing their new hits? I've heard it's you complain about yeah, that. No, it's you the want them to play the music hey, they're, from back. They're well compensated. It doesn't mean I can't have some empathy. That They're like, God, I just want to wear some khakis to work and not have to slather <laughs> on some makeup, you know? Like Pat Benatar always has to look like Pat Benatar. She looked ridiculous in the 80s. She still has to look ridiculous. <laughs> Actually, isn't Pat writing musicals now, Pat Benatar? I don't know. Is she? Was she the one who wrote Kinky Boots? I'm not sure. Hit me with your best shot. What a productive segment. It really was. Hey, the Jazz signed another player. Why don't we get into that coming up next? Uh, It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and uh, 1280 The Zone. We have a lot to do today, Gordon. Uh, Coming up uh, at 3 o'clock, excuse me, uh, our friend Cody Taylor is going to join us. We'll get his thoughts on uh, the Jazz Draft at 4, our friend Ben Anderson from KSL Sports is going to drop by the show, and we will get Ben's opinion on the Jazz offseason thus far. Always good to hear from Ben. I think we know that Ben is going to probably agree with you and me on uh, what the Jazz have been up to. Yeah, he usually agrees with me more, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, sure. Anyway. But, you know. The Jazz are doing things, man. They're... They are they're on top of it. They're they're looking to edge the whole thing forward so they can get that championship for all of Utah. All right, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, our good friend from Wasatch Medical Clinic. We welcome him aboard once again, Andrew Reinhardt Speak, with us. Speaking of performing as you did back in the day. Hey, look at that, <laughs> Gordon. That's called a transition right there. Andrew, what do you think? Not bad, right? Not bad, not bad. How are you guys doing today? We're great, well, buddy. Yeah. How are you? Things good? Doing great. Doing we, great. Andrew, we were talking earlier about style, things closed that go out of style, but the service you provide never goes out of style. That's right. Two for two. <laughs> two for two, Andrew. Save some of your A material, Gordon. It's a long show. Well, I'm just telling you right now that you think when you're young, you think, okay, this is, this is the time in my life when I'm going to uh, enjoy this. But I tell you, when you get older, like I am in my 80s now, you know, you still enjoy certain things. And that's all I'll say about that. Let's talk about turning (laughs) back the clock, Andrew. That's right. This is all, no, this is good because you do take it for granted when you're young. In fact, you don't even think that erectile dysfunction is a thing. You know, you don't even think about that. It's always going to work like it does now. But the reality is, as we age, blood vessels get damaged. Restricted blood flow is the result. And uh, that leads to erectile dysfunction. Nobody wants to take the pill. We have got a clinically proven technology now, the most studied form of wave therapy at Wasatch Medical. uh, And it's helping a lot of guys all over the country, repairs the blood vessels, improves 
circulation, and it typically only takes a few treatments. Uh, think of before the month of August is out, what your relationship might look like if ED were no longer an issue. If the pill were no longer something you had to take, that can mean pretty meaningful things for relationships. Get that spontaneity back. It's all about the spontaneity, on-demand function, kind of a stress reliever when you don't have to rely on the pill or wonder how I'm going to be able to perform tonight, uh, what kind of side effects are coming tomorrow. Our technology can eliminate all of that. 801-901-8000, that's the number to call, 801-901-8000. We know, Andrew, you always take great care of our listeners. Yes, uh, we do, and we believe in delivering a lot of value. If you're struggling with erectile dysfunction but not sure about these treatments or what you might do, that is okay. You can leave your wallet at home. The assessment exam and blood flow ultrasound uh, with our MD is free. You get the gift that produces powerful results in the bedroom. Guys love it. It's worth the trip. And if you feel like you need it, uh, blood work and testosterone is free to our patients as well. So a ton of value today. Give us a call. It's all no charge. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up next. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today is Me First in the Gimme Gimme, selected by me and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts for the latest tour news and artist insight. Go to LiveNation.com. We've had them before, Gordon, but you know you know what they're all about, right? I have heard them before. The, the ska covers of uh, great songs like Country Road. Yeah. But uh, our guy Lundy, who's producing In for Austin today, he's into the uh, the ska music. You're in a band, right? Uh, yeah, we're we're terrible, but you know. You want to give a quick plug, or are you guys like uh, on hiatus, or or break, I mean, breaking up, or what? No, like we, we, you know, we still we're. I mean, we haven't jammed or anything like that during the pandemic. Not that we ever really got together very much, anyway. Cause, I see. Uh-huh. You know, hence why we're terrible. But yeah, are you really so. terrible? Or are you just being modest. Uh, a little bit of both. Oh. And Mo- you play the jazz flute. Yeah, I, I dabble. But, yeah. A little Ian Anderson, huh? You know he is. Yeah, the the jazz flautist for the, the, the uh, Jethro Tull yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? So anyway, uh, if we do have a company barbecue ever, I think we should have Lundy's band play. You willing? 
Uh, we probably would be, but I don't know that everybody else would really appreciate that. Would really enjoy? Why? Well, I mean, our set would be about 10 minutes long, and it would be excruciatingly painful for everyone except <laughs> no. for us. Why, why do you do Is it fun even though you're bad? Yeah, we mostly do it just as like, you know, we have fun with it. We enjoy it. We, we really like getting together. You know, we're all a bunch of friends from high school, and so okay. it's kind of an excuse to get together every now and then and see each other. Sounds you, good. You do it to, to meet women, probably, right? Uh, I wish that is that, that what worked. you is that what you lead with when you meet somebody like hi I'm, I'm a Alex, rocker I I'm in a band I mean I do have it in my bio in my dating apps but because uh, you know I I produce sports radio doesn't really have the same effect you know it's yeah I, I have it in there but it's listed you know yeah I have, don't lead with that I no. have pros and then like list a bunch of things and then it says cons in a ska band uh, <laughs> no that's got to be the, you got to lead with that it doesn't matter. It's a good. That's a good conversation starter. When the big show uh, gets to a point of giving advice on what's cool with uh, with uh, with the uh, with the opposite sex, if that's how you roll, uh, that, then we know we're in trouble, right? Oh man, I've given Alex so much worse advice than that, and <laughs> in his personal dating life, I crossed that bridge a long time ago. Just terrible advice. Why do you give bad advice? I don't know because uh, you don't know any better, or you tried no, it when you were younger and it worked or didn't work, or are you just trying to foul him? No, up? I think it would work. Not what he's looking for. Though. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking for, Alex? I mean, the older I get, the more broad that spectrum gets, where it's like, you know, just I get less picky and less, you know, we'll, we'll just see what happens. But See, Lundy's yeah. a handsome guy. Yeah, right. No, and, and, and talented guy. He shouldn't be picky. This is he should be open. <laughs> he should be open to Can I really is say Is that this? your advice? You, you Yeah, be open-minded. Be open <laughs> because, you know, Lady Wright could come along any minute and and come along again and then you know what do you mean come along again you mean more than one and then a different uh mrs wright could or lady wright or whatever could come along are you telling them to mix it up and then she could be right right now and then another lady right comes along. What, then, are, are you are you suggesting that he ignore monogamy? No. Are, no, are no, you no, suggesting no, 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 that he no. swap out no, his no, women no, like no. new cars? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you, you don't know. Uh, there are a lot of fish in the sea, right? And so the first one that comes along can... Uh, you, you, maybe number two is is worthwhile, and maybe four or five, or who knows. Oh, that but, is but the, no, you're I, right. That is the worst advice I've ever heard. He's looking for love. Look at the man, and you're suggesting to him that he just go fishing. Yeah, catch and release. Oh man! Well, Sometimes see, it's hard getting that I, hook I out of the mouth. You, you know. Yeah, should we should we talk about basketball? Yeah, please. Because it's it is two thirty seven. So so uh, <clears throat> the Jazz signed Hassan Whiteside, or are going to uh, reportedly sign Hassan Whiteside, Gordon. And uh, I really I really like this move for a number of different reasons. Uh, He's but, no Andre Drummond. But what it does ensure is that good defensively joke. they're not going to. That was a good joke. Defensively, they're not going to come unglued when Rudy comes off the floor. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago when uh, when 
Hassan and Rudy were arguing back and forth, and fans of each were arguing back and forth about who was the best low post defender in the world. And uh, I think Rudy probably uh, won that battle. But Hassan, you know, he's he's only a few years older than Rudy and uh, can still help out. I always thought that debate was hilarious uh, just because it wasn't really a debate, even when it was a debate. <laughs> but it was something that, that fueled Rudy, certainly. And it you was mean kind of like who was better, Donovan Mitchell or Ben Simmons? Yeah, right. I, I mean, they were kind of linked. And, yeah, you, you mentioned the, the social media stuff and all of that. And now he actually can be an extremely useful player because – he does possess some of the same skills that mm-hmm. uh, that Rudy Gobert does. I mean, I, I don't think it was ever even close to a debate. Like, who would you rather have, Hazan Whiteside or Rudy Gobert? Okay, all right, let's let's settle down now. It's but, a it's a one year deal, and it's the veterans minimum. And what does this say about how long it's going to take uh, Doak to get himself yeah, ready? To he's play? not ready. Yeah, you know, I think they they wouldn't have made the signing if Doak were ready to go. But I don't think that's a surprise either. No, I don't either because I've I've had opened my eyes and seen what's going on. So, wait, what does that mean? That means Doke's not ready. Like you, you had a vision or a dream or something. No, I saw him play. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he is ready. You but, guys are all screaming about how great this guy's going to be, and maybe he will be good. I'm not saying he won't, but I just haven't seen it yet. No, nobody has. It takes bigs longer to develop. Look at Tony Bradley. Uh, Tony just signed a signed a deal with yeah. the Bulls today. Yeah, well, is, that, uh-huh. is that right? I think that was a single year deal. So too, it it took Tony a couple of years, and then uh, you know he became a rotational big. Maybe not the answer the Jazz were looking for, but dude is still in the league. So it, it takes a minute for the bigs. We'll see how it goes. But I, I, I certainly would buy into the they needed somebody else to fill the role. So look at what the Jazz are doing here. I mean, yeah, okay, they offloaded Derek Favors because he was expensive. And they bring in Hassan Whiteside, who is not expensive at all, and but can still play. And they bring in Rudy Gay after re-signing Mike Conley. This is shaping up nicely for the Utah Jazz. They're, and they're not that far away. They are, they're not that far away. And so these kinds of moves are important. And you add that to the other areas of improvement necessary for the Jazz amongst those who are already on the team and should be busting their humps right now, making themselves better. And the Jazz are well positioned. I think so. I mean, I don't, you know, no team is perfect, right? So. We'll see what they uh, turn out to be their strengths and weaknesses going into the year. I mean, I like the the Rudy Gay signing on a, you know, from a flexibility standpoint, where, you know, if you do go with a small ball bit, small ball big, maybe he could be somebody who'd do that. Maybe, you know, if if a team like the Clippers, they, they're they're in a better position to adjust to what say the Clippers did to exactly. them in the playoffs than they uh, than they were before. They learned their lesson, right? And I do think it, Derek Favors did play an important role. You're right; he was he was too expensive. They could get that production at uh, a lower cost point, which I thought that all along, to be honest. But I mean, now we're seeing that. I mean, Hassan Whiteside, and maybe you think Derek Favors is a better player, but the the gap isn't huge either, right? So, well, but when you when you talk about those two individuals collectively, that's what makes it valuable. Because you're not going to be counting on Hassan Whiteside to do the things that Rudy Gay can do. 
And it seems like Derek last year was kind of caught in a vortex. Yeah. A little uh, bit. Yeah, I, I'm with you. So, yeah. So, yeah, the Jazz are, are smart. They're making – I mean, look, I don't know whether Jared Butler is going to be a great player. It seems like he's better than where he was drafted, and those for, for reasons that we've talked about. But if he if he turns out to be something uh, beyond what people were kind of frightened away by, uh, then, yeah, the Jazz are having a – Having a pretty nice off season, I would say. I don't. And, and I don't. Since they're, since they're not that far away, these are just small increments that could make the difference necessary. Just on that though, like as usual, I don't think you can count on a rookie being what's right. going to push you over the. So I mean, I think all Jazz fans hope that that pick works out, but I don't think that that's something you can say put in the bank going into the season. Yeah. So uh, just just adding that caveat, but I think you're right on the money. What did you? Uh, What'd you make of Ryan Smith's tweet um, earlier? Somebody had tweeted at him, and and he uh, quote tweeted it. But the 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 person that tweeted at him said uh, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gay, Hassan Whiteside, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, Jordan Clarkson. I know you want one more huge piece, right? And then added, "You have the money." And Ryan Smith uh, commented on that, said, "Um, at Joe Ingles seven would be a good fit?" Question mark saying, "Hey, you left." Our guy Joe off there. And, and Gordon, uh, you've heard the rumors, the, the trade rumors swirling uh, a little bit around Joe, but that would seem to be a pretty indi- good indication he's going to be back on the squad next year. Well, it would have been more definitive had that it been a period instead of in a question mark. Why? Because the question mark makes it sound like he's asking a question. Well, I think he's being snarky. Uh-huh. Yeah, could be. I think you're missing the snark no, no, here. No, I get it. Grammar I get it. Gary. No, I think. I get it. <laughs> I get the snark, as you call it. But anyway, yeah, it's an indication that they like Joe. And more importantly, that Ryan is willing to pay Joe. Because Joe's, Joe's not making, cheap. Yeah, yeah, he's making, what, $13 million, something like that? Yeah. And he's uh, he's going to be paying uh, all kinds of taxes, penalties, whatnot, and, and he's he's willing to do it. And that's good news for Jazz fans. All right, we'll have more Big Show uh, coming up right around the corner. Don't forget our friend Ben Anderson will join us at uh, 4. Cody Taylor is going to join us. We'll talk NBA offseason and draft with him at uh, the top of the 3 o'clock hour. What's going on at 5? It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed financing options available, Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. We appreciate it. This this song's from well, it's a cover of the song from the original Space Jam. Have you seen the the new one yet? No, or, I'm not going to. Who was it that gave us another bad review of it yesterday? Was it Megan? Yes, it she was said Megan. It was awful. Who <laughs> did not come away pleased? She didn't. Didn't she tell us she had to watch the original just to like cleanse, wash it out of her mind. cleanse the palate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you seen it, Alex? I have. Yeah. How, uh, what do you think? What's your thoughts? Um. So it's 
as terrible as everybody says, and I loved it to death. In uh, like a in like an ironic way. Yeah, or? like it for me. Like I had a lot of fun watching it. Like, and the whole time I was like, "Man, this movie's bad." But I actually, you know, and I love the original. It's not. It's not really comparable to the original because it feels like a lot more of a mess and barely. I mean, really, the only comparison it has to the original is the fact that it's Looney Tunes and basketball. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's terrible, and I still enjoyed myself while watching it. So it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, 100%. You know, so, you know what? You, like, this is what it sounds like to me, Alex. You sound like a Star Wars fan who waited 30 years or whatever it was to get the prequels, right? And then prequel one comes out, and it's... A hot mess, but yet you love Star Wars so much you 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 feel Power almost obligated it. to defend it. I mean, you are describing me right now. Like I I love the prequels; they're terrible movies, but I love them. Right. right the sequels, right. not so much. Like you know, seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. different story. But one, two, three. I, You're all right with it. Oh, very much so. All right. I'm a little confused because if it's that bad, why did you enjoy it? For. The Star Wars prequels or for Space Jam? For, spa- for Space Jam. It was just dumb, and it made me laugh. Like, <laughs> it's just kind of one of those movies where it's like, I can recognize that this is awful, but, th- like, there were a couple of jokes in there that actually landed for me, um, and most of it was just kind of more laughing at it than laughing with it. Um, well, how was wow. LeBron's, LeBron's acting? So it was all over the place. There were, there were moments where I remember thinking to myself, you know what? He's actually doing a pretty good job. And then as soon as I would have that thought, he would have one of the worst deliveries I've ever seen in a movie. And so it was like just kind of this whiplash of, wow, he's actually pulling this off. And then immediately after, okay, nope, yeah, he's definitely an athlete. Here's where here's where I think LeBron would, would run into some trouble on the <laughs> acting front here. Okay. Because it's his entire production company that made this movie, right? And so and, uh, there's a bunch of yes people around Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so LeBron delivers a terrible line. There's nobody that has the <laughs> stones to be like, hey, that sucked. Let's let's get another take. You know, LeBron's coming out of this thing like, God, it took me like four takes to do this whole movie. <laughs> because nobody, uh, nobody has the courage to be like, you know what? It's like Meryl Streep on the on the set of Mamma Mia the movie. Nobody had the courage to be like Meryl. You're you're just terrible. What do you mean? You're just you, you're terrible. The way you evaluate Meryl Streep is a great actor. She's not a great singer. So what? And and she was like, she's a mom living on an island in Greece. It's a musical. I know, but it's a musical. You have to be able to sing. What do you want? Show tunes? You want somebody? Yes, it's uh, a musical. If if someone's a mom on an island, you want her to be able to break out in song and sound like she's uh, straight out of the opera? It's not a documentary, Gordon. It's a musical. (laughs) I know, but I like the way regular people sing. No, no, you don't. Nobody, (laughs) Nobody listened to her and thought, wow, this is great. And then only to be underdone by Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> like, no, did nobody on the set have the courage to be like, this, you guys are terrible. We need a singing voice double in here pronto. <laughs> but, you know. I like it. I like it a little on the rough side. <laughs> That's a good thing Austin's not here. 
<laughs> let's try and save that. <laughs> I like. Let's, let's see. I if like. We can't save I like that. ragged singing. It's okay. It's not. They sound like human beings. Not you know. If you're sitting there and you're like uh, on a beach or on a dock somewhere, and you got a musical number to do, and all of a sudden you break out in song and you're you just sound perfect. That's not real. Hey, wait a minute. We have some some breaking basketball news here for a second. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, according to Woj, Golden State has traded forward Eric Pascal to the Utah Jazz for a protected future second-round pick, sources tell ESPN. That, that in my opinion, is a great pickup. Eric Pascal, he, he's got a lot of potential. Maybe last year was, he didn't take quite the step forward, maybe uh, some uh, some folks thought. But I like that. Well, you know, it's interesting because – Everyone was talking about the Warriors in regard to, to Joe Ingles. But the Jazz didn't give up Joe Ingles for there. No, they gave up a, a second round draft pick. So, so that's a that's a that's a savvy move right so there. So let's I see think, in, in, in two thousand nineteen he averaged fourteen points. Last year he averaged nine and a half. Yeah. yeah and I, his minutes dropped considerably from uh, from 2019 to 2020, uh, down to 17.4 minutes. And he played in – was he injured part of the year? He might have been. I'm trying to he, – he must he must have been because he only played in 40 games. Yeah. and Had uh, two starts. Um, you know who really – you know who uh, brought Pascal to my attention? Maybe we talk uh, – bring it up next time we talk to him is Coach Chiesa. He really likes him? Yeah, Coach Chiesa really liked uh, what Pascal was doing, but that was, you know, that might've been uh, during his rookie campaign where he was obviously overachieving. So, uh, the jazz make a trade for Eric Pascal. I, I like that move. Six, six, two fifty five. Versatile. 24 years old. And, uh, can guard multiple positions. Yep. Uh, I, I, as we mentioned last year, nine and a half points, three, uh, 3.2 rebounds. Uh, a few at one point three assists, and uh, yeah, so not a not a great three point shooter. What kind of defender is he? I I think he's a pretty good defender. Yeah. Well, Jazz obviously very interested in in uh, firing up the uh, the stockpile in that regard. All right, so there you go. The Jazz make a move. They acquire Eric Pascal from the Golden State Warriors. We'll get to that and more with Cody Taylor coming up right around the corner. Ben Anderson with us at uh, the top of the 4 o'clock hour. But right now joining us, our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. A little breaking news going into you there, uh, Andrew, as we're helping our, our listeners with their love lives today. Yes, we are helping. A lot of guys are coming to Wasatch Medical uh, seeking relief from the pill, from erectile dysfunction, and what we like so much is hearing the feedback. I think that's my favorite part of the job. A guy goes through our treatments, the wave technology opens up the blood vessels, and it's kind of like the stress melts away. He doesn't have to take the pill. He's got some spontaneity back. That affects, in my opinion, overall sense of well-being and happiness. So a lot of guys are finding relief and turning back the clock in the bedroom. And that's got to be really the, the the ultimate value here is to get rid of the habitual stuff, go through some a few treatments, and wind back that clock. Yep. The, the pill treats the symptoms, and what guys do is they take a little bit of it. They end up taking more as their body builds up a tolerance, 
the side effects get worse, and it never ends, really, until the pill stops working. That's when it ends. This treatment, as far as I know, is the only thing that treats the root cause of the problem. It's not just a symptom reliever. So if you're frustrated in the bedroom, you can kind of imagine what your relationship might look like two to three weeks from now if ED were no longer an issue, if the pills were no longer needed. That's pretty significant for a lot of couples. 801-901-8000. That is the number. Call. Get on the get on the schedule, right, Andrew? And uh, usually take a little extra care of our listeners. We do. And you can come in and take the free, by the way, and not do the treatments. It's totally fine with us. The assessment and exam plus the blood flow ultrasound with our MD, uh, no charge. You get that gift that produces pretty powerful results in the bedroom. You guys will love that. And if you feel like you have the need, new patients get the blood work and testosterone for free right now as well. So there's a ton of value. Give us a call. It's all no charge. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. Our friend Cody Taylor is going to join us coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.